Wolverine. Wolverine. Pull up a chair. This is Flux to Bose episode 232, recorded on October 9th, 2018, on the docket today. IRL, our top three RPGs. Gosh, it feels like we've talked about this already, but obviously not. Get caught up on what you play in featuring Forza, 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 Fiveza, and Mega Man. Finally, we'll close out the show with a community grab bag, the sweet, sweet, awkward finish, and all that stuff. Thanks for listening. Thank you for watching. Please enjoy the show. I can hear things again. This is so much easier. My life is so much better now. I wouldn't go that so, far. Oh, that's true. Well, you know, don't worry. I've got details to, to back up that theory. You're you're right on track, honestly. <laughs> you really are. You're right on track. Welcome to the show. I am Jason. I'm joined by Lucas. Hi. We're here. It's Luxembos. Welcome. We're, we're happy that you decided to listen this week or maybe return or maybe you decided to stop listening this that week, this week and if that's the case then I'm not too happy. I'm actually rather upset with you and I'm going to voice a verbal complaint to you sir. Yes. or miss or, or madame or mrs or mister. I'm going to voice my verbal complaint and it's going to I'm going to have strong words with you. Mr. Mrs. whom to whom this may concern. Strong words. Welcome to the podcast as we always say pull up a chair. We're happy you are here. This is Fluxtapose. We've got, we got, we've got a lot of podcasts to do, folks. A lot of life yeah. catching up. All the things we do on the show. We're happy to have you here. We'd love to have you join us. Join us on Discord, Patreon.com, Patreon, <laughs> Fluxtapose.com <laughs> slash Discord. I would love to have you on Patreon as well, Patreon.com slash Fluxtapose. It's an inch and inch towards that ninety dollar goal. Get you that Fluxtapose AMA, and of course, we're trying to get to that hundred dollars. We can give you the giveaways. Every month. Everyone loves giveaways. Hundies. Hundies. Lucas, before we get too far along, we're still here. We're here streaming live at our new streaming home of Twitch, which yes. is, I bet you guys can't guess, it is twitch.tv slash the new live streaming show, live streaming home of the show. Not only do we do the podcast live on Twitch, but we have some irregular and semi-regular gaming streams up there as well, which we'll talk about as we go. But now that that's out of the way, we do have some important business to discuss right at the top of the show because we're always bad at getting these to you in timely fashion so you can actually watch them in preparation of mayhaps joining the conversation on the show. And that's Netflixation. Yes. As we always like to do, Lucas <clears throat> and I have each selected a film. I'm not going to tell you who selected which because <gasps> that, that could lead to favoritism. And we don't want you picking on which host you feel is superior or better looking or just a cooler rad dude than the other because we're both pretty friggin' rad. All right. I don't know how you decide on just one. However, with that said, we have two movies that we're going to put on the Twitterverse. We want you guys, the community, to vote as we as we do. And we're going to have a winner. And then we'll talk about it after Halloween, the first show of November. But we have picked some scary Somewhat scary films in, in the theme of 
October of Halloween of spookiness. With and with that, our selections are Baskin, not to be confused with ice cream, Baskin Robbins, Boskin, and VHS. That is two for those unfamiliar with my excellent use of the French language. <laughs> so I and spoiler, you don't really need to see VHS. I'm guessing in order to enjoy VHS too. I have seen VHS, and I so I I can't really tell you, but who yes. knows? It's an anthology film anyway, so it's probably just a bunch of short little shorter stories that are spooky. It'll be an interesting poll. I'm ex- I'm interested to see what's going to mm-hmm. win. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of that. That'll be interesting. So there we mm-hmm. go. Those were the trailers. Um, audio listeners, we'll, we'll again we'll see how this comes through. Maybe you'll just want to go and hit the YouTube link. We, we do put these. They're, they're cached on Twitch for a little bit, but we do put these uh, the shows, the recordings up on our YouTube channel as well. So you might want to go through or at least watch the the beginning of it and you say, hey, you know what? I kind of like I kind of like what these guys do now, on the interwebs. What they'll do is they'll be like, well, I can just YouTube the trailers myself. What are the names? And then they'll be like, I don't have to watch your show. I don't want to watch Joke's this. On you. I barely, I barely want to listen to you guys. Let alone watch it. <laughs> Them boys so, saying the swears. There we go. Uh, tomorrow when I get to work, I will put that poll up, and you can do vote. it. You can vote. Uh, do it. Moving on, let's do some IRL. Let's get the show started R- as we R- as, as oh. we like to. Lucas, yeah, get us caught up. I want to the, the tales. I got. Uh, I need you to watch the stream. Are you still watching the stream? Uh, hold on. Yes. Okay. So I got some pictures here for you for my little story, but it all starts with, um, you know, we jokingly decided in discord that we were going to start a, a monthly, um, PC, uh, podcast to, so that Donnie would make a PC, um, channel inside of our discord so that all of our PC talk could happen in there. But for some reason he was very, hesitant about it and so i just kept joking and basically doing all my pc chat in main chat uh because he had said that well you guys can just talk about your pc stuff in main chat or whatever because i don't want to have eight thousand different splintering (laughs) channels which i understand but i also was like well, no one's going to talk about PC stuff if there's not a PC chat because it's going to get. I think you even said it's going to get buried in all this other stuff. Well, I'm I'm a fan of having condensed conversation and having keeping things organized in a neat little box. But let's say you know if you have too many conflicting conversations and different topics in one area, they're just gonna it's going to be a lot of noise, and you're nobody's going to be able to find the specific the specific piece of information they wanted to talk about. Right. Things are going to get buried because anyone can just come in and be like, Hey guys, look at this cat. I just saw it. And just send a bunch well, of pictures. And my boom, favorite is gone. You my know? favorite's the Twitter bomb. When somebody just posts a link from Twitter and it just fills up most of the discord and you're like, Oh, okay. At least on mobile. Yeah. Like, okay. never mind. PC master race. Like I'm very inactive on discord during the weekends. Cause I'm, you know, busy doing other stuff. And yeah. I, if I go in and I, if I see a wall of text in a channel, I just go swipe and, yep. cut, and, and I don't read <laughs> get anything. Rid of the, so get, get rid of the yeah. notification and exactly. I'm done. And now I don't feel exactly. bad. Exactly. So, so all of this to say that we did finally get our way. And uh, I would say that the PC chat is one of the more active channels, actually. There are quite a few of us in there now that uh, talk either talk PC or dream in PC. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys make me jealous. I'm not a PC gamer. Well, that's kind of what happened to me to a certain degree because... 
with all this PC chat that I'm not used to, it started getting my, my gears working about a case that I've had on my wish list for a long time. And there's many reasons to why I needed a new case, but most of it was because I had a liquid cooler for my CPU. And in the other case that I bought, um, the, the original plan was not to have a liquid cooler, mind you. Uh, but in my, with my old CPU before I upgraded, I, um, had to have it liquid cooled because the, the cooler I bought wasn't sufficient enough to cool it down because it had, it needed so much power and it just generated so much heat. Just doing your video editing, right? When you were just, when you're back with true myth, you couldn't even, it would shut down. Yeah. It would shut down uh, because it would overheat. And so I went out to Best Buy and bought this and it didn't fit in the case. I had to basically use zip ties in the, the grill, the fan grills on the case to kind of rig it up in such a way that it would actually work. And it was like that for a long time. That's what you always want to do with PC cooling and keeping your processor. Especially with something that has water in it. So it was like that for a long time until I ended up having to upgrade as I talked about in the, on the podcast before when I accidentally scratched my motherboard with the, with the, um, screwdriver when I was trying to clean out the Cody P the dog mm. urine inside of it. And, um, so when I did that, I got a Ryzen, uh, CPU and that comes with a cooler. No problem. I just used the stock cooler, not a big deal, but I kind of felt bad because that, uh, water cooler I bought was like a hundred dollars. So I was like, well, I kind of feel like I should utilize that. And the case that I have isn't very good looking anyway. It was kind of cheaply made. It was pretty, mm-hmm. I think it was like $45, which is pretty low. The difference between a 40 to $50 case and a 70 to a hundred dollar case is huge. Um, it's still considered more of a budget range at that price to maybe mid level. But the things that you give up for that $40 level are pretty, pretty substantial. One of which is, the building materials are typically much thinner. Um, yeah. So overall, I just, you know, I got tired of looking at this thing. And what did, what, did you, what would you say based on your past builds, what was your usual budget on a case? About $50. I usually yeah. never go above 50 or 60. Oh, wow. See, I feel like I was always in like the 80 to 120 range, depending. Uh, yeah, that was the thing that I always felt like I could just skimp on. Yeah. Yeah. The case, and then I would hopefully be able to reuse my power supply for multiple yep. builds. <laughs> yeah. Um, motherboard. I always wanted to spend like one fifty, mm-hmm. and then processor was like two to two fifty. Well, one fifty to two fifty, you know, yep. but I feel like you really, you're really skimping yourself. And then graphics card, you're all in. You're like, there's the rest you of gotta the be, Yeah. Graphic, <laughs> yeah, graphics card. You're like everything that's left, like two fifty. Let's go. Yep. I guess I'm not getting a floppy drive. It's gotta yeah. go. Uh, so yeah, it was never really a big deal for me, but uh, I finally decided I I had been watching some desk setup videos. Don't do that if you want to not be like, oh man, I really need to buy something new. Don't look at these hey, desk I, setup I, stuff on YouTube. I'm still waiting for something to happen on stream here. On 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 my stream? Yeah, there's just a black window. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I'm getting to it. I'm getting I know, to it. No, but I'm like, I'm like, is I'm it in, bothering I'm you? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'll get to the I'll get to the 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 meaty bits. So all that to say, I I ordered the case, and the plan was to install the water cooler. I needed to get thermal grease that came today, thermal paste, whatever. 
that came today, surprisingly. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. So I opened it up and I forgot that the original um, CPU cooler, which you should be able to see momentarily, has four screws in it that screw into the holes on the motherboard where there's a backplate behind mm. it. Yep. Now, I didn't know about the, the backplate earlier <laughs> when I first started, so that it was a little surprise for me. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, how is this supposed to go together? Because the, the water cooler that's on that, um, the little, uh, not socket, the, uh, the frame that goes around it, that pushes it down or whatever the, the, um, I can't remember what what it's called exactly. Uh, but the thing that basically attaches it and sandwiches it down to your motherboard was two prongs that came out like top and bottom. They weren't like four corners like that. So I'm like, okay, what the hell's going on? What the hell is going on? I, I, I think <laughs> and don't so, make me say it. And so I'm looking at all the different uh, options that they had in the box and none of what's in the box, but none of them fit and they were for Intel. And that's why. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, what is what? I don't understand what I'm missing. Then I saw these. Uh, these are two little black pieces that were originally installed on the motherboard that I had to take off to install the cooler that came with the Ryzen. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh, those have the little tabby do's to, to hold on to the, uh, cause it's like a loop and tab system. So you loop so the, those, so those mount on the motherboard and then you mount. Yep. And then the, you mount the, uh, water cooler on top of that. And then you, you have two little loops that go under those tabs and then you cinch it down and it'll it'll stay in place via uh, tension, I guess, basically. Okay. So when I figured that out, I was like, oh, okay. But how do I put these back on the motherboard? Because there were no screws with them. I couldn't find them. So I'm looking all over the, the place. And then finally, I found some screws and I got it installed, as you'll see in a second. I found some black screws that fit in there. But when I when I took the, the cooler off, I forgot that there was a backplate back there. So when I first did it, I'm like, this doesn't screw into anything. What's going on? And then I was like, oh, the backplate fell off and it's just sitting at the bottom of the case now. So I, got, I was like, thank God. But, you know, this whole time I'm thinking, am I going to have to order like a different bracket? That's the word I was looking for. A different bracket for this? Like, am I, did I just tear this all apart? Cause I'm already like 30 God. minutes into doing this. Guys, this is so funny. Cause I'm sure we've probably talked to this on the show before and just wanted to do this. Like the fact of actually going through and doing stuff on with the PC, it's just like, this is so awesome. I love doing yes. this, but then I don't, and then I'm like, I can't afford to do this again for like five years. And then I don't, it's, know. I told somebody in the PC uh, chat discord that it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. You just kind of like folk. I get really like focused in what I'm doing in a good way. And I like yeah. it. So once I got if those I had, on, if I had time to donate plasma again, I would just I would do that with the hopes of just saving up for a PC, which I yeah. guess I could do if I could donate like I used to. I could do it in like four months. I could have an uber awesome PC well, in four months. But I'll go I with you. Really I, I also need that money to pay off debt. So. Yeah, that's the that's the other thing is like whenever I make extra money, it's not typically okay for me to just like save it for one specific thing, yeah. even if it's my blood. You know, it's like come on. Um, so you can see in this picture, the tabby dues that I was talking about, uh, cause there's only two of them. So you can see why yeah. I was originally frustrated. Also, that says HDMI right there for some ungodly reason that I don't know. Uh, oh, and then yeah. finally, uh, this is the completed build, uh, for those of you who haven't seen, 
uh, I got that in there and was able to, another thing I hadn't done was front front mounted the radiator. Uh, the last time I had it on the top, but it doesn't work here to do it that way. I would have preferred it that way, but, uh, it only does, uh, front mounted radiator. So got it all in there and, uh, it's looking good, man. I had uh, one of the big things, and this is going to sound really stupid, but one of the big things I wanted to achieve by putting the water cooler back on there is getting that Corsair red led, or I mean, it's mm. whatever color you want it to be. Um, because that was like a dark spot when you, when I don't have a light shining in it, like I do right now, it's really dark in that one corner because mm-hmm. the other cooler didn't have anything, any lights on it. So it kind of made everything look weird because the motherboard has lights. There's a lighting strip that came with the case. Um, the case was a really good value, by the way. Very, very happy with the uh, Fantex Eclipse. Uh, Where did you buy it from? Edition. Uh, I got it from Amazon for the free shipping. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty much the same price everywhere. I though. mean, that's the thing now. Like when we were growing up gaming on PCs, you know, Amazon didn't exist. So it was pretty much Newegg was pretty much where yep. you got or Tiger everything Direct. From. Tiger Direct, yeah. But <laughs> or go to Grand Rapids Newegg. and go to CompUSA before they closed. <laughs> So now it's crazy now that Amazon's such a player because now I feel like you're just going to end up buying everything from Amazon, mm-hmm. which adds another debacle. Well, that's it's like, well, now I have the Amazon card and the 5% pack. So it's not like I'm really. <laughs> that's also true. And that's the other thing is like, that's where I got the the thermal paste from. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like my one stop shop for just about yeah. every. Oh gosh. I have to say, I said it off the, the, you know, before we started, I think that that case looks awesome. I love how clean it is. Thank I don't you. like my case. I've had this for a while. Um, I'd love to. I feel like I could get a smaller case because so much is taken up. Like you don't need, you know, you don't need CD-ROM drives anymore. You know. Well, that was something I didn't realize um, that doesn't like isn't in this case. And I was like, oh shoot, because I use mine as a Blu-ray player. I was gonna say also I got those red cables. Those didn't come with the. Oh uh, yeah. Um, but know. that also sets off the design a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like you don't. Too. There's so much that you can get rid of, and even just having that basement where the newer cases have that PSU shroud to cover a big portion of the bottom. Nothing good mm-hmm. ever happens down there. You know what I mean? No. So you can hide like, your hard drives down there. Your PSU stays down there. I'll just post a picture of the inside of my case because it's just a tangly mess of wires. I want like, to see especially, it. Especially because of the power supply unit. You know, it has, it's like an octopus. It has all those different adapters coming yeah. off of it. And I've got lines running up, you know, the audio lot cable running through. And then just like the, my, my uh, case fans have a little remote inside where you can switch toggle the speeds and those dangle mm-hmm. around. It's just, it's just a mess. <clears throat> the cable management's terrible. Yeah, they've definitely gotten a lot better about like supplying cable management channels and ways on the other side, like the back side of the the case where you can like this was pre-installed with tie downs, Velcro ones, which was nice. Mm. And uh, like the fans were already hooked up because there's a fan button that I can press that controls the speed of the fans. Um, so, yeah, I'm just like I'm really happy with this upgrade. And yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I like to come down and when I'm doing working, gaming, creating, whatever, I like to have a fairly clean space and a fairly yeah. aesthetically pleasing one. Like my office is this awful lavender color because we haven't painted it yet. And it's just like trying to take those strides towards making it more of a creative space. Uh, or, yeah. Or whatever. Look at my, my ugly 
poop brown down here, you know. But then the at fact, least that's the a fact manly of, color. Like, the fact of having to like tape and move stuff to paint down here doesn't excite me. Well, and you have a much larger like. There's no clean yeah. break for you. This is a closed room. You would have to like yeah. paint pretty much the entire base. I ha- I have like three of your rooms down here yep. that I have to paint essentially. So it's the one good thing about having them already install like walls basically. So, but yeah, um, like I said, really happy with it. And that was pretty much my big, my big project for the last weekend. And, uh, um, like I said, I'm one of those people who would just run my PC out of a cardboard box until I get bothered to, to actually make the change. But since I did, I, I do not regret it at all. Um, and I mean, I jokingly said, now I can expect a 15% increase in my frames per second, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it just looks better. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, that's got to be how it works. So yeah, uh, that's, that's, that was my, my IRL. Uh, awesome. Uh, for myself, we've got the big anniversary trip coming up this weekend. Got Friday off from work, going up to Traverse City area, uh, Sutton Bay, Michigan, uh, Friday through Sunday, staying in the, the, the tiny house through Airbnb. So looking forward to that. It's our first is it really actual, a tiny house? Yeah, it is a tiny oh, house. Oh, that's cool. Um, our first trip away from Aiden. So the first time, um, I, th- I think Whoa. it sounds like uh, Justice's parents will be watching them, and I think they're actually going to be staying here in our house because it's just easier. All this stuff's here. It's like, oh, yeah, that totally makes total sense. So, Which is kind of weird at the same time, too. It's like, oh, someone else is staying in our house and taking care of our kid. But <laughs> I think like her parents are like really don't, looking forward to it. Don't I think go in the basement and look he's in the be... jerk-off station. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be really excited and have a lot of fun with his grandparents. And, um, you know, I, I can talk how excited I am to it, but then it's down like, oh, my, my baby. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know that's going to come. Isn't it so, weird how you get like a little bit of guilt because you're just like, yeah. I should be taking care of my kid. Right. Well, here's the fun part. We got that coming up, but this <clears throat> directly translates into the next story. Uh, we got the road trip. Well, my the Equinox is in the shop right now. So mm-hmm. you already knew about this because it's making some weird funky noise and I just want to get it checked out. Well, that yeah. noise has continued to happen. It seems to have, I don't know if it's gotten worse, but it's still there and there's some other weird symptom that's acting up. So got to get it fixed anyway and hopefully it's not too severe you know i hope that it's not going to cost a lot of money um, a car thing that costs a, a lot of money because it stinks thinks that this is the third time that we had to get this car looked at since you know we haven't owned it a year yet but kind of fluke things you know we had the headlight thing was kind of this weird situation that it just happens you know yeah. and then and then the other thing was the radio but i mean so so you know Oh, when we had that check engine light, that was nothing. It was just, you know, but so there's those things. But all of a sudden I'm driving home today in my car. And I'm like, I know first I noticed this weird sound when I was turning this morning. It's like, that doesn't sound normal. And I'm driving home. Right. And it's hot here in Michigan. All of a sudden we're at 80 degrees. So I, I don't mm-hmm. usually use the AC, but today like, okay, I'm cranking on the AC. And as I'm driving, I'm like very distinctly as I'm driving, I'm like, I hear like water sloshing. Like what the heck? like I what? hear like the sound of That's water. That's a very like, distinct trickling. sound. Yeah, like, you know, like what the heck? So mm-hmm. I like I drive and I like I get to a stop and I like shut the AC off and I drive and I'm like I don't hear it. I don't hear it now. And then I had that weird sound like when I heard the AC on and when I was turning it was like the 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 fan was really struggling to the fan was making a funky sound too. And I get home 
And I look and I'm like, okay, there's nothing like dripping from the car. I check under the hood. Everything looks fine. And I just happened to go around to the passenger side and I'm in there looking on the, I think I was checking on, the, I was looking at the floorboards, whatever reason. Also, I look up and underneath my, and the passenger side, underneath the dash, the fabric there is like distinctly wet. Oh no. Like very wet. So I'm like, I like rip it down. I don't know if I can put it back up there. I might've ripped it and turn off. It's all wet up in there. And first I'm like, what the heck? And if the, my personal deduction is that like the, the drain for the HVAC system has gotten backed up or clogged. So the water can't drink because there's no like from running the AC, there was no water dripping out of the bottom of the car mm-hmm. at all. And that's a pretty, especially on my car, I could always tell when I had run the AC because it was like, yeah, of, you get a puddle under moisture. It. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's just the case that that's gotten clogged somewhere. And that those, I don't know how they, if they snake them or what, like I tried to look online for my car. I couldn't even find anywhere like a, a schematic or an actual location where that is, where I can even look for it mm-hmm. so i'm like well luckily it's not so hot so i don't really need the ac right now yeah so I'll just, deal, I'll just deal with it till we get back next week and i'll just have to get that taken care of too like so luckily since i hope that's what it is i'm like okay it's not a severe thing because like my car is kind of a piece of junk now but i'm going to keep it a piece of junk because it's just it's my get to work <laughs> it's my get to work beater you know i don't care about that car really anymore as long as it gets me to where i need to go it's got a what 140 just over 140,000 miles. So yeah, I'm going to drive that until it's like at least 200. So as long as it's drivable, I don't really care what That's how serviceable it is. But. 140 miles, uh, 140,000 miles is kind of like the second major checkup time period. You usually get it about 70 to 90,000 miles. And then again, at about double that. So yeah, that's usually when a lot of people are like dumping their cars is to around those two different times, because you got to do a lot of maintenance, like major maintenance, like depending on what you, how you've been driving it. If it's highway miles, it might be a little different, but right. Right. So hopefully that's all it is. It is funny. Cause I, I, we had to take, you know, drop the other car off at the shop tonight. So they can work on it tomorrow. And I took Aiden to get adjusted at the chiropractor. And I, I have that, you know, that fabric ripped out and as I'm driving, there's just water. Like luckily I have some pretty heavy duty, like, like the hard rubber floor mats mm-hmm. with some channels. So that's been collecting most of the water. So luckily the floor hasn't really gotten wet. So nice. I'm just, I have to turn the corner here, sloshing as to see water. <laughs> I'm like, this is man. <laughs> There's an episode of um, uh, that uh, uh, on Amazon Prime. It's the new Top Gear, the sh- Grand Tour, oh. and oh, yeah, they yeah. had a they had a um, a challenge to see who could make a vehicle that could get um, fresh fish inland in a like really <laughs> poor African uh, town. I think I saw some of this with you. Or yeah. I feel like you showed me some of it and he decided to make one of them decided to make basically an aquarium in the back of a car. And every time he would stop, cause he didn't think about it. Every time he stopped, all the water would just come slu- like sluicing down oh. onto him. It just got him all wet every oh. single time, all this oh, fish water. Gosh. So that's, that's just what I imagined for you. I mean, at least I'm glad I, cause at first I'm like, man, I hear water. This is insane. And so I'm glad I was able to like figure out, you know, where it was. Coming that's from, one of those noises on, that so. bugs you too. You yeah, I mean? so like, what the hell is that? What's going on? Like, I've just, I've just suspected that one of my, like, maybe the fan belt or something's been acting up too, but um, I don't need it. Like, I don't need AC because, like, my car has been driving funky when I would run the AC anyway. So I'd rather, like, well, I don't really need it because I'm only driving 15 minutes to and from work. So 
Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you just, need to tighten up that that belt pulley. <laughs> well, I just need the power of 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 Matt Knight apparently, and just go go back home and rip a, do all I, this car work and rip apart exhaust. Yeah, I thought I had a on Discord Rose and Sons garage, but apparently. <sighs> So it's like, man, what else? You know, like Jess had her oral surgery today and we got the one car worked on. Now my car is just like, come on, man. And it's just like, this is how it, it always goes for us. So I feel like 2018, I'm just going to limp my way through and somehow have enough money to keep continue to eat. And then hopefully in 2019, we can get back on our feet. And, you, you won't have enough. There's never, yeah, it's always something it, else. It won't. It won't. So I'm ho- hopefully that's all it is with my car. Hopefully it's a rather inexpensive fix. And you know, we'll be I'll back just on come, our way. Bring so. it around the shop here, and we'll just take a look at it for you. I'll, I'll charge you a six pack and uh, That'd be nice. pack of smokes. I, I I I need a person like that. I don't I don't have one. And lastly, um, you know, we had we had this neighbor you know next door that we're on pretty relative good terms with. We you know we talked to them. They seemed cool enough. And Word. all of a sudden, all of a sudden on Sunday, like I noticed there were some cars out there, and I noticed because they have a daughter uh, who's probably like a junior in high school. And so, you know, like around 16, 17, she can drive, got her license I think last year. So I think she's probably around 17. I know her and her mom were having like this, this heated conversation. And then a bunch of cars were there, like other family members. And then I told her, Uh Jess, I was like, I go, I'm like, Jess, shit's going down next door. And she goes, yeah, I saw all those cars out front. I'm like, no, there's like something going down. And next (laughs) thing you know, there were multiple cars out front. And then all of a sudden, like stuff was getting loaded into cars. Uh oh! Like in garbage bags, and this is like Sunday afternoon, random time in the rain. So you know this isn't a planned. Somebody's move. leaving. And so first we're like, is the daughter just moving out? I'm like, no, that's Jenny, her mom. We're like, that's her stuff too. What is going on? And then the the because I don't I don't believe they're married, but the 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 male figure in this scenario isn't helping at all. So we're like, uh oh, this can't be good. And then all of a sudden they're gone, and um, so they must have been some sort of falling out in when the they, relationship. When they drove away, have, was there anybody? Was he just like standing out with his hands on his hips, just kind of staring at him, just like, "Huh, well now what am I gonna do?" Well, I, I've seen him in, in passing a couple times since then. That same night, and then today when I got home from work, but it hasn't been a, a situation where I can be like, "Hey, what's going on? How are you doing?" Because he he actually recently just lost his job too because they like closed down, they shut down the plant that he worked at, and. So he's in between work. Now this happened. It's just like, oh my holy gosh, crap. they're gonna make a movie out of this guy. <laughs> and then, like, and of course, Jess and I are just like conveniently sitting in the living room watching it all unfold from <laughs> our, our front window. But Jess did reach out to the, the daughter and her mom the next day, and it's like, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to go and say something, and blah blah blah, because you know we didn't want to like. Just would have if I would have told her to, but I was like, I don't think we should like that's their business. We should just go walk up and be like, what's going yeah. on here. What's going right. on, guys? But then, of course, <laughs> they're like, oh, it would have been fine, you know, da, da, da. So, I, man, crazy stuff. Crazy situation. I don't know. I don't think I'd want my neighbors just to walk in uh, if I was in that. Well, well I guess it, it depends. Well, I guess it depends. Yeah, well, just just would talk to her pretty much on a regular basis when yeah, she'd that's take true. Aiden for walks. So, it's not like they, we didn't ever talk to them. Like, when we'd leave town, she'd come over and water our plants for us. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, I guess you got a little bit more of a... I'd, I'd buy them a six-pack for their trouble and, you know, stuff like that, so... Six pack of what? Something good or just Budweiser? <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't care. Fred wouldn't care. But that's true. Free beer is free beer. So. You drink you drink whatever's given. So uh flexible family, I, I I need your blessings to make my carb repairs less damaging 
Or you can just PayPal me all your money. You can just do that too. That'll help too. Let's start a um, Kickstarter for you. I'll drop drop my deets in the show notes. Nice. Nice. Or I'll just steal all the Patreon money when Lucas isn't looking. No, no. Something's bound to break around here. We're going to have to replace something, I'm pretty sure. Look at, I got this. Don't joke. Don't joke about it. It'll be my PC. Oh yeah, look at you got a windscreen. Oh I got yeah, mine. A windscreen. Mine got lost in their shipment. From yeah, Singapore. so we we I ordered some windscreens because I got tired real quick. I got tired of just having a pop screen like just in the shot because I have to put yeah. my microphone so close to my face. Well, it's kind of distracting too. It takes up a lot of space. Plus, with mine, mine it's not really doesn't work really well and then there's this whole cabling so well and if just... you're streaming games and you're trying to talk in your microphone and you have this wire going in front of your monitor and you're trying to see what you're doing it's just there was just a lot of clutter so i was like you know mm-hmm. what what if i just try a foam windscreen screw it and i know you had said that you wanted to too so but your microphone's a little bit bigger that's why we couldn't just order the same yeah. thing so i ordered mostly him- a lot of the microphones have built-in windscreens too but i don't trust them I wouldn't trust them. Um, I would think you they would have to have a, a small one just to make sure moisture didn't get into the... Test it. Give me a good... It's not as good. I'll tell you that no. right now. From here it is. But I like to get up close. But anyways, <laughs> so I ordered that the separate package for you and had it sent to your house and it never got sent. It just never... USPS said, we're waiting for a package. And I let it... I didn't check on it for like five days because I had assumed that it was going to get there like a couple days after when it was supposed to. Plus it wasn't coming to my house. So it's not like I would have known one way or the other. So then I, I was like, did that ever come? Because I haven't gotten a like shipped notice from Amazon and you're like, Nope, I don't think it's ever showed up. So I looked at it and sure enough, I ended up getting a refund on it because I don't know. I guess they didn't ship it out. I guess that's what I would have to assume. That's what happened. Never left the uh, point of sale. So bastards or point of storage, whatever you want to call right. it. And they are bastards. You're absolutely right. That's right. Well, I'm depressed now. Okay. Let's, let's, let's bring, let's bring things up. Are you ready Slip for the main into event? The land of make believe and yeah. Take all our cares away. Let's go to, let's go to fantasy land guys, we, guys, gals. We decided that it's time for another flux to post top three, because that's what the show top document three. I made a long time ago told me. And I feel like, I feel like we, maybe we, we, we've talked about, this was very similar, but I think we might've talked about, you know, favorite games or somehow this has come up because I feel like this list feels familiar to me, but I definitely don't think we've done well, RPGs. So. The thing about RPGs is that, to like we've done the music one and that usually comes up RPGs come up, and then we also did um favorite moments in video games and a lot of times rpgs are story heavy so they're going to feature more of your favorite story moments so but i did i, I was like are you sure we haven't done this yeah already yeah that's a good that's a good point so we have those we did ask you the listeners the community we got some submissions from you as well we're going to start off with Lucas and myself our top three Lucas I have to go I, I am going to go in uh, ascending order so starting out with my my number three Xenogears yeah which shouldn't really be surprised that this is my top three because I've talked about this game a lot and I, I feel kind of spoiler. I feel kind of crummy because my top three is all SquareSoft RPGs. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of that's kind of janky. Well, mine uh, 
I mean, I was almost in a similar situation, but not with Squaresoft. So yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, well, you know what though? It, it wouldn't be true because if you, if you examine my my history with RPGs, you know, I I didn't play anything. I didn't play anything on the NES. I didn't have a Super NES, and I, f- I find that the Super NES was very superior to the Genesis in terms of RPGs. Uh, so I didn't play yeah, anything there, true. and it wasn't. I didn't really get introduced into what an RPG was until I was hanging out with one of my friends in, in middle school, and he had a Super Nintendo, and he showed me a few games, and then I was like so excited about the idea of the, of the genre that I had. You know, I had a PlayStation, I had a game, a specific game pre-ordered, but. I'll come up later in my list, but Xeno Gears. I remember. I think I just. I think it was the whole. I think it was an advertisement I must have saw in a gaming mag for it. When I still remember the tagline was "Stand tall and shake the heavens," and I just always. I remember I gravitated that, and I don't know what. Maybe it was previews of the game, and I just love the concept of being able to get in. Like mechs play a huge part in this game. You get inside a giant mech, and you have a bunch, and that's a big component of it. Yeah. Normally a mech mech game would be an action game, but here it was part of a turn-based, well, sort of turn-based. Sort of of turn-based. No, it was turn-based. And what I, I think I gravitated to, what I liked about this game is that the, the backgrounds and everything were 3D, but then all the model, the character models were 2D sprites. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was a cool, and not don't think like Final Fantasy where you had that pre-rendered or Resident Evil with that pre-rendered. These were still the actual 3D backgrounds, and you had the 2D sprites. And the combat system you had it's turn-based, but you had different types of attacks. You had a, a, a weak attack, a medium attack, and a, a heavy attack. And you had so much energy to spend, and you could create attack combos by the way you would. So I could do two lights and a heavy, or you know, and I could do different attacks like that. And yeah. eventually, you would learn by by doing that multiple times, you would unlock combos, which would be actual attacks you could use. And each they were different for each character. And then uh, same thing with, well, inside your mechs, you had different attacks that you unlocked as well. And the, while the mechs were 3D rendered as well versus the sprites of the characters, the actual mechs were always 3D mm-hmm. also. So uh, I think it's also safe to say that Xenogears is probably known for having a very convoluted and very confusing storyline. Which I I haven't played this since the, the days of the PlayStation, so I can't comment uh, if it makes any yeah. sense to me at all at at all. But what there was there was Xeno Gears and then what Xeno Saga, I think there was like um, another game. There was another game that was like in this more closely to Xeno Gears, and then I, to my knowledge, I'm doing that. There's, I'm you're doing the Google one. Yeah. To my knowledge, that's been the only games in in the series, and there hasn't been anything else since then. But all I right. would love. I would love a remaster of Xenogears. Here's the, here's the, uh, this is interesting. Here's the, uh, breakdown timeline of release years. 19. So I don't know if this, it, it's the Xeno universe. So I'm assuming okay. it's all linked together. 1998 Xenogears. Four years pass. Xeno Saga episode one. So I was right about Xeno Saga. Okay. Uh, 2004 Xeno Saga freaks in episode two. Uh, then 2006, they released one and two again, and then uh, the third episode. Then finally, four years pass, and you get Xenoblade Chronicles in 2010, 2015, Chronicles 3D and X, and then finally present day, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And, the and see, camera. I don't think these are like, I don't think these are anything related, like Xenoblade and Xenogears and all that. I don't think there's any any sort of connection there besides except name especially since Xeno like Xenoblade those are completely different development teams and 
companies. Originally yeah. planned as a six-episode story, Xenogears represented the fifth episode in the saga. Wow. How does that work? I, I'm really, yeah, I was going to say, I'll start with the fifth <laughs> episode. Um, yeah, and then the Chronicles, I think, are separate, but they don't really... I refuse to believe that Xenoblade Chronicles is connected to Xenogears in any way. I'm trying to find an actual... I think it's they're just linked by the idea of Xeno because um, they br- well, they go dumb. into this the theme of um, uh, I mean there has to be something there strange has to be some connection there because they do have there are like mechs in the Xenoblade series as well but in Xenogears you didn't have to wait for it you know you got it like right out the gate and it was awesome <laughs> yeah that's true. Uh, I think that's ultimately why I really liked it I just like I loved the, that whole that that combat system it was a I I mean I did complete the game I finished it I. It was a long game. I, that, I'd say pretty memorable music, but just and for sake of parody and time, yeah, uh, it was. Just, I it don't also really had anime cutscenes. It had anime cutscenes, which are also really cool too. It's on my top three. I mean, that's all that's matter. It made an impact on me. I always I enjoyed the characters, and there's a guy that looks like he's a, a direct ripoff of Blanca, and I have no idea why. <laughs> Literally, he I, looks just like Blanca. He's green and has orange hair. It's funny because it's so far away from what I would expect you to play now. That yeah, right. It makes you wonder. I always wonder if I would like something if what I liked back then came out now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because your cha- your tastes always change and everything. Well, I, I'll, I'll explain my RPG journey once we get. There. Yes. Well, so, I'm sort of and going, then, and then it'll make more sense. I'm sort of going in a in a similar theme here, um, as in I had to think outside of the boxes and not be stuck on just one. Because <laughs> I could, I could just say a developer's name, and uh, most people would be like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." But let's start with one of those. Bioware. Yeah, Bioware. Uh, but I'll start with uh, my number three, and that's Knights of or Knight apparently Knights of the Old Republic. Knight uh, of Old Public Reigns. Uh, now I said series just because Team Ninja. I said series because I didn't feel like picking one, but I guess if I had to, probably two. Uh, just because it kind of did everything better. But yeah, Knights of the Old Republic was uh, one of those games where obviously I had played RPGs before, but this one was Star Wars related for the first of all. And it was, I think it was the first real RPG Star Wars game. You know what I mean? As far as action. uh, It was, well, I think that this was like the very first like, very story heavy Star Wars game. I mean, you can make you can make the argument that, uh, and I read a pretty good piece on this that uh, Shadows of the Empire. But I mean, besides Dark Forces, Shadows of the Empire, those are the main like story and or- original stories we saw in Star yeah. Wars that were just retelling. Or, you know, and I because let's face it, like Rogue Squadron, or Rogue Leader, those those don't, those don't have a lot of story to them. It's just like go destroy the they Empire. They just have like little mission story. Yeah, but this is definitely stuff, the first but... first RPG and the definite like. I think this was the this was the first like expanded. It was I guess you could say it was expanded universe, right? At the time, now I, I guess it would be considered legends. I wouldn't. I I don't. I remember this when was I, canon, right? This is Star Wars canon. It was what it, at the time when it came out. Uh, I think so. Yeah, because um, it was originally published by Lucas Arts at the time, so I would imagine yeah. so. Uh, the first one was anyway, and uh, it came out in two thousand three. And I remember thinking at the time. I was like, why are they doing the old Republic? Cause it's a thousand years, I believe 
yeah. before what happens, like what we would know of Star Wars, uh, if you just watch the movies. But then I played the game, and I was I was just so enamored by, you know, visiting new planets and getting people. I'll always remember Karth because he was basically Han Solo to a certain degree. Um, yeah, and then uh, HK forty seven, I believe, in his meat bags voice and always hating people and uh yeah well and the cool thing was i think one of the coolest things was kind of the precursor to the paragon system where you had you know your light side and your dark side yeah uh and or you know you could be anywhere in between and you'd also have your your um teammates who would either like what you did or dislike mm-hmm. what you did or or whatever I mean, you're you're your actions would affect the story. Your, I, I mean, sadly, I've only played maybe a quarter of this game. I never played through it to its completion. Okay. Uh, was it safe to say too that your actions can your the choices you make to affect how the story plays out? Like how other characters that you affect how other characters interact with you or perceive you? Or is I'm it not, not quite sure because I've not only played through. I yeah, I think I only played through it once, and I think there was a main story that couldn't really be affected. But I do think there were secondary things that could uh, maybe not affect the story, but affect your standing or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe certain characters uh, leave the party and some stay with you, that type of thing. Uh, but as far as changing the story, yeah, I mean, they still can't really get that right with Mass right. Effect. So, I mean, uh, but yeah, it felt like it was a living story that you were... Yeah. And that's, I, I mean, mean, really, what's the difference? Well, I mean, let's talk about it. Well, I won't talk about it too much, but let's face it. This game probably has known as one of the greatest endings. Definitely if that time period of free games, like that yes. twist ending yeah. that you, what happens to that story find, plays out and you find out who exactly you are. Plus it just created, I think one of the coolest characters in Star Wars is Revan. I think yeah. Darth Revan is one of the coolest characters. I read books about him. And then plus we saw, this, I mean, this got this whole concept. This, we created this whole Old Republic timeline, fleshed out. We saw that used again down the road in uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, the yeah. MMORPG, and we again we saw Revan show up in that. HK 47s in there. They pulled a lot of elements from. The, plus, I mean, just the whole way that game plays mm-hmm. was used. And this similar. was the first. This was the first RPG that Bioware made in that style, right? Uh, yes, I believe so because some of their other games beyond that were actually quite older. Because um, so then we saw what this became. I mean, look at they had this, and then what Jade Empire was the next one. Yep, Jade Empire. Bioware didn't develop the sequel to the old Tonight's the Old Republic. That was a different studio that did that. If I'm, if I'm correct. Yes, you are right. So we had Jade Empire, and then what was Mass next? Effect. Mass Effect was okay. So we saw yeah. Mass Effect and that Dragon Age, and so on and so forth. So I mean, this is a this is a hallmark of the. This is what finally kind of put in my eyes, this is what really put Western RPGs on the map of, of have of com, like competing with the Japanese, the JRPG counterparts in terms of uh, quality uh, gaming experience. And especially on a console, because before yeah. that they had largely just done PC stuff. Um, and this came out for just about everything. So you can play it on everything now. I mean, it's on tablets, it's on smartphones. It's on, I'd love to see it get everywhere. a remake. That would be just to upgrade the textures and the character models. Yeah. Well, textures, I think, yeah, especially like the animations, I think are probably extremely rough. That now. was another like cool combat. thing. Actually the combat, it, I mean, it does, it, 
to today's standards, by today, by it today's standards yes. But or, by I mean, then. It looks pretty bad. But back then, like the way that they were fighting with lightsabers or force uh, or what, whatever those blades were, the, the vibrating uh, ones. Uh, uh, vibra, vibra, vibra blades. Vibra, yeah, vibro blades. Uh, just the way it looked when they were sword fighting was so cool. Of course, now it would probably look repetitive on loop. But back then it was like, whoa, you're really sword fighting. Because before that, it just seemed like you'd see, you know, the same swing animation over and over or whatever, yeah. like Diablo or something like that. So, yeah, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, I, I, I actually almost went back and played it again, and I probably will try to at some point, not anytime soon. I think I, I think I stopped when you got to the Jedi Temple. When you have to like make your lightsaber and stuff, I think that's as far as I got. Oh, uh, okay. With it, that's pretty but far though. It's pretty far. That was playing. That was like in between game sessions at land parties. I'm like, oh, play cool wow. You know, yeah. So, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. My Thank second you. pick is a game I haven't even finished, guys. I've never even finished, but I've I've seen same. I've seen multiple endings. I've played a, a significant amount of this game. I've started I, it about a thousand times. Yeah, I've owned it. I, I wish I wish I still had my PlayStation because I had the copy of this on on PlayStation, which was this and I think Final Fantasy four uh, or five. It was one of the previously unreleased ones. And it's the one that has the anime cutscenes for uh, Chrono Trigger. Uh, and well, there it is. That's the game. Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Spoiler, that's the game. My pick for number two is Chrono Trigger. Just a fantastic game. Uh, I think the characters especially, I think, are really very interesting uh, it, yeah, it hits some of the RPG tropes in 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 level this, but the levels that you experience. They but. weren't tropes at the time. Is they part of yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's true. This was a, this kind of set the, those tropes. I think it has some iconic music. It has oh, this the great, great the great mechanic of you know going back and with the story of traveling going back and forth in time. You've got Gato. He has silver points. I mean, <laughs> beat him up and get yep. yeah. He's got I have, uh, I have metal joints. Beat metal me up. Jo- and yes, thank points. you. I mean, things like that i love frog and the moss immune i mean the fact that you can get uh magus in your party if you do things right and the fighting system was the fighting system was quite different for the time too because most things were just you know here's your party on the left side and here's the enemies on the right or whatever yeah it could be different it was always different depending on like the encounters and you had the team up moves team attacks yep just a lot of cool things the chrono trigger i think that set it apart the fact that there are multiple endings that you can get. Well, you can um, go the to the, that, the the bad guy whenever you want. That's what screwed yeah. me. I got really far, and when I didn't know what to do. Go fight Lavos. See I what went, happens. Yeah, and then I died. I was like, well, shit. And I think I screwed up because I saved in a way that I couldn't really get back to what I, I – I don't know. I screwed it up somehow. But I tried killing Lavos. I had Magus at the time too, which was cool because you're like, what? If I do certain things, I can get Magus in my party? That's awesome. I think I'm saying that right anyway. Magus. Magus, 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 Magus. Yeah. Frog was the frog, frog, Robo. Uh, Let's see if I can. Luca. um, I can't remember. Merle. What was. I'm surprised I remember that many of the characters, but just a lot of cool things. I mean, I played this game. I almost beat it on my phone playing on an Android. Oh, God. Android phone on an emulator. You know, I mean, that's how far I want to get through it. And then I think something corrupted my data, but I don't know if it's because I've played it so many times. I don't think it's ever going to be a game I'm probably ever going to play through. 
just yeah. because I've done it so many times well, it's already. Hard to, that whole first section up until I get to the church thing, like where you play the organ and it drops down and you fight, uh, eventually you fight um, um, the guy who I was always saying yes indeed because I would say, I would type yes indeed and it reminded me of Ozzy, I think it was. Ozzy, oh, you yeah, fight yeah. Him, I think. Well, you fight, you fight Ozzy and Flea, and then who is the other rocker's name? I can't remember. They have another one they snuck in there. Ozzy, Flea, and um, I can't remember now. But Axel? I don't know. Probably. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a shame too. But maybe I guess if there was ever like if this got the same remake treatment that, uh, oh gosh, what's that uh, that illusion? Oh, Secret of Mana. Guy, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. I think no, then, then that, that really came and went, by the way, that. Yeah, I, I, just I don't, don't think hear it anyone talking about that at all. I just don't think it was that good, I think. So, yeah, maybe that was I it. think I, I would be very interested in that. But I mean, they've already I mean, why what's incentivized Square to do that? Because it, it still sells. They, you know, they put it they had put it on a mobile port that sold. And then they created this uh, version on Steam, which was terrible because it was basically a port of that mobile port. I guess Ugh. they've improved it since then, but I don't know. I, I, I hope to play it at some point, but I'd much rather would play a, a remake. And like I said, it's just, it's a hard investment for me to go through now and yeah. try to play that game again. Just because I've done it so many times and just mm-hmm. never finished it. But I think it's a great game. But the fact that you cool keep concepts. trying to go back to it shows how good it is. Cause why would yeah. you, if it was one of my, one of my, to plug it, one of the greatest, one of my, uh, one of the more recent great OC remix albums I like is the it's what well, I don't remember what it's called, but it's a jazz uh, cover from uh, jazz covers of Chrono Trigger, and it just has this great great music. I love it. Great game. Good pick. Solid pick, as I think we'll see later. <laughs> a lot of people would agree with you. Um, now, for me, I had to really think about whether or not to include this one because it is a very important game that shaped my life early in my life and I've talked about it before and I thought to myself, well, you know, is it an RPG really? But then, I mean, it's in the name, it's an MMORPG and the game is Ultima online. Uh, the reason why I included this isn't just because I have fond memories of it. Uh, a lot of it had to do with the way the systems worked and I wasn't familiar with the Ultima series at all because up to this point, I think there had been seven games or something like that before Ultima online came out. And, and those were all single player experiences, right? Yes. Yes. And in the Ultima universe, you only play as yourself and it was an isometric uh, view and it was 2d. At least Ultima online was all 2d sprites and everything. Uh, but you would play with other people and the way that you leveled up, so to speak, was by doing the actual thing that you're trying to level up. And so you wouldn't have levels necessarily. You would gain percentage of of um, ability, I guess, or affinity towards whatever you're doing. So if you blacksmith and you want to just, you know, raise your blacksmithing up to 100 percent, which is grandmaster skill level, uh, you would just blacksmith. You know, uh, you would create 8,000 breastplates or whatever. And eventually you would finally get that last percentile of, uh, that you needed to get to a hundred percent. And the fact that you leveled up certain skills just by using them felt so fresh at the time, because normally you would just kill monsters until you got X amount of XP 
and then you would just you would just level up whatever you wanted to like say dungeons and dragons or something like that you would just level up your strength or or whatever or you take a new skill or whatever it was but in ultima online you by just using the skill that you wanted to upgrade all you had to do was play the game and that was cool you know what i mean like if you're going to be a blacksmith yeah. in this game you're already mining for ore for instance or if you were making leather armor and stuff like that, you were tailoring. Uh, so there was always kind of these skills that would go together and um, kind of make a character anyway. If you know, yeah. like you would have, you wouldn't have uh, like I'm a ranger or whatever, but you kind of ended up that way sometimes if you focused on specific skills, you could only I have. Think, oh, I was, was going to say, I, i was just saying like this is one of those games that reminds me like when i came into pc gaming like this is kind of like the hallmarks of like at the time for me where i think one of the classics like classic examples of of what was available on pc at the time like these games that i wanted to play so bad that had no concept of uh star wars galaxies dark age of camelot star wars galaxies um, this game uh, i guess you could say counter-strike as well then i remember I wanted to play Shadowbane for the longest time. Yes, that was going to yeah. be like, and, and then that failed horribly. Yeah, there were much a lot like, of failures. I mean, a lot of bad RP, like MMOs, which which is a trend we we still see continuing now. Is that you know the, these ideas that don't stick? Like I just saw uh, a headline. I think Wildstar. Remember Wildstar? Yeah, <laughs> that's shutting that's shutting yeah, down. Yeah, I did get the email for that. Yeah, it, it definitely was a time of innovation and, um. I feel like at that time too, they were just trying everything. And like you said, you, you know, some stuff would end up working. Some wouldn't, uh, <laughs> uh, one of the people in chat says, uh, D- uh, dark age of Camelot, which is funny because that's the game I tried to go to after I was kind of done with Ultima online. And it just wasn't the same for me, but I think part of that was because it was harder to kind of meet people to play with and yeah. stuff at that point. But, uh, did you ever, did you ever play EverQuest? Uh, in that? I tried to play the the newer one, like the one they made after the first one. I tried yeah. out the first EverQuest, and it was a little bit too uh, old school for me at the time, especially coming from Ultima Online because they were very different looking. Ever, EverQuest Next never happened, right? They like scrapped no, that. No, I don't think it did because I remember they had Landmark or, what, that or looked, whatever. That looked cool. Yeah, it did look cool. But Ultima Online, yeah, it was just really <laughs> awesome community. Uh really interesting systems at play. And honestly, they had a lot of community events and different stuff like that. And the way that you could be a murderer and you'd be flagged as somebody who was PVP constantly and, and all this other stuff just really made for the type of game that even if you didn't know what you wanted to wanted to do at that time, you would just log in and hang out and just figure out like you would just hang out and figure out what you were going to do, you know, maybe see who was online and, yeah. I don't know, go raiding or or go to well, like, what was known as the bone think, wall. I mean, I think we I think we see some of the, like some gameplay like that now with, with games that have come out. Like, again, we've used this reference, but the rust and some other things where it gives you more of that sandbox experience. But I feel yeah. like a game like Ultima, I don't think would be successful now because now players are so used. I don't, I don't want to use the term handholding, but they have to have like a, a direction. Yes, and now we're so much. Unfortunately, it's the Warcraft effect. You know, so much has been 
pretty much set by that game. For those and exclamation we have have, points. <laughs> right. We, it's <laughs> all quest driven and really it's got to have a progression and it's got to have an end game and which either leads to a grinding or uh rating and better gear. I needed the gear and, and a PVP side like that. So much of ultimately so what I my understanding and remembrance of it was it's was so much more open. Yeah. You can just you could buy do. a house. You could you could be you could build furniture and put like build the house out and make it however you, you want it. Did you have did you have a study with many leather bound books? <laughs> I did. I had a, a tower and uh <laughs> Uh, a tower. There was a tower, and I went up to the third I cast floor. My magic spells there. I did. I used my alchemy, and I uh, <laughs> I made many friends because I was a friendly uh, alchemist. No, but yeah, Ultima Online. Ultima. Great stuff. Okay. Great stuff. Not your well, typical pick, but yeah. Well, I I felt very cliche with making this one my number one. But if I went back, to, if it wasn't for this game, I probably wouldn't ever traveled down the RPG path that I did. Yes. Uh, and this was like one of the first, this was the, like probably the one of the first ones I actually, well, no, it wasn't because there were other ones I was playing in anticipation of that, but probably a lot of people have, will have this on their list. Final fantasy seven. I'm sorry, it, it, but it is the pick I made because I had the PlayStation and I remember I pre-ordered this. I got like the PlayStation underground demo disc, which gave me stuff. And I played, it had like the, just the, the Mako reactor raid was like a demo on there. I don't yeah. know how many times I played that. I think this while I was so waiting cool. for this, yes, exactly. It, since I had that, I think I, I went and I played Wild Arms simply because I wanted to play an RPG in anticipation for Final Fantasy VII while I was waiting for that to come, which I, I really enjoyed Wild Arms, but I don't think that was, I don't think that's a product of its time too. But just Final Fantasy VII for me was, it was my first, like I said, my first like full scale RPG of that size that I got to personally play myself. Uh, regardless of the fact that I had like two or three memory card issues, I had to restart the game numerous times <laughs> to get past. Little PlayStation, past and you know, I the characters, the music, the story. I mean, the whole saga of Cloud and Sephiroth, and and Soldier, and Zack, and Eris, and all this. You know, like it, it's probably a product of the age I was too. I had a Final because I for the pre order, I had a Final Fantasy T shirt. My birthday that year was a Final Fantasy VII cake. You know, what a was, nerd! I, yes, I very much nerded out about this game, and it was because of that that it really opened me up to the concept of RPGs. Everything I mean, I played. I took my PlayStation on vacation in Florida to visit my grandparents, and I would sat there and grinded my characters <laughs> level ninety nine on vacation, trying to get yeah. level ninety nine. I gotta get. I gotta get the master summon. Hold on, my materia isn't slotted yet. <laughs> I have Knights uh, of the Round. And you recently played through this game, so I, I did. mean, you, you, you kind of you're still right there. I have no intention. Like this is coming to Switch. Couldn't care less. I have no desire to play it again. I don't yeah. think I can. If the if the remake ever comes out and it, and it's accessible to me in some way, I I kind of want to play it. Yeah, I would. Yes, play I, that. I was the worst chat. I was I was the worst grandson ever, and I still am because I never visit. So I'm, <laughs> and if you I, did, I you bring your PS One with you. What a bastard! Um, I think of, it, I think of Final Fantasy VII is kind of like the first milestone that I can think of of the next generation of of RPGs. You know what I mean? Going yeah. from Super Nintendo to this, I don't know if that's actually true, but looking back on it now, I can't think of on that timeline where something before that came and kind of showed me like this is the new this is how RPGs are going to be from this point onward. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So 
So I mean, this led me down my path where I, you know, I played Final Fantasy Seven, Eight, Nine. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. I still Zeno never played Gears, 9. I need to play 9. Uh, Saga Frontier. Saga Frontier 2. Like, I played so good. many Squaresoft RPGs because of this game, and it really turned me on to the genre. And sadly, unfortunately for me, my time with RPGs stopped then, except, you know, Diablo, your action RPGs. But after the PlayStation, I haven't... I never... I, for me, I, like, the Western-style RPG never really caught on so much. And Which is weird, because I'm not, like... When I think about it now and I look at them, like the JRPG doesn't really seem like it's going to be something that <laughs> fits with my personality or my yeah. play style. As either. I mean, I'm enjoying uh, Octopath Traveler. That's like the, the exception. But for the most part, like for my, for instance, look at our comparables with Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, two. I played it for two hours. You're going to finish the game. <laughs> the game. I hope so. so. One, it doesn't feel like it. I'm in chapter six and I, just like how much longer do I have to go? But, yeah. but yeah, and and even though I'm playing it, I'm not in love with it. I'm kind of playing yeah. it to finish it because I don't hate it, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite game, and I definitely won't look back on it like I do or you do with Final Fantasy VII. Right, so. right. I think you kind of nailed it. This was kind of like set a trend for a new console cycle, new generation of RPGs, and it it. I think for a lot of people, it just resonates. Plus, you know, it, we saw action figures. We saw a, we saw a Final Fantasy feature film, I think, well, because of the success Final of this. Final Fantasy. And then we saw an actual, you know, a, a film in the storyline of this of this game in yeah. Advent Children. Uh, I, I think it's it's will always be an important game, and I think it's a very a popular game for a lot of people because of what it what it did and... Uh, it, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it, so I put it at number one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes. for me, speaking of number one, my number one pick is something that I suppose looking back on it now just makes sense that I would even like it. Uh, and there was another, there was a something vying for the number one spot, but eventually I ended up putting it as an honorable mention, and that's just because of the gameplay mechanics here. Um, Dragon Age as a series, but... Mm, took the cheap route. I know. If I had to pick one, I would say the first one just because that's really what what kind of lit that, that spark, lit the flame, so to speak. Um, it hasn't aged very well. <laughs> I went back and played it again on PC, which I actually enjoyed a lot more. Uh, it felt much more tactical and almost like going back to Baldur's Gate or something like that, where you had kind of an overhead action view and you just kind of doled out um, directions to all of your teammates uh, mm. and yourself. Because yeah. in the in the Xbox version, I pretty much remember just kind of doing my own thing and then my the CPU would just kind of handle the other people. But when I played it on PC, it definitely felt more strategic for me to actually pause the game, issue orders, and then, you know, have it play out for a few, a uh, few seconds until I decided I needed to do something else. Um, but also just the, like the entire lore of the game and all of the, the, the stuff that, that they put into Dragon Age was just really uh, vibing with me, I guess. The whole idea that yeah. you kind of become this, um, gray warden 
You know, it's always cool to me. I always get attracted mm. to these things where you you join a group or something because same thing with Mass Effect. You join the Spectres eventually. Um, but here, just all that lore of how you become a Grey Warden and not everybody survives the trial and and what the Grey Wardens stood for and what the... Um, the uh, uh, the bad guys, I can't remember their name, but they came down, they live in slumber beneath the world and then pop through the earth and every so many thousands of years and there's an archdemon and all this other stuff. It just, and the way magic worked, it just really, I don't know. It was nice to be able to kind of go into a world where it was the first game and you're just learning stuff about the world. You're not, there wasn't any preconceived notions about it. There wasn't like final fantasy, even though they're not connected, I kind of feel like I'm not caught up with what's happening, I guess. Whereas here it felt like a clean slate. And then of course, you know, you've got your Western RPG stuff going on with, uh, with dragon age. So I gave origins a fair shake. I don't remember why I stopped playing. I think I, I I was playing on Xbox and I don't remember what, eventually at where I, why I stopped. I think I don't know if I got stuck on a difficult section or what. There or definitely I, were some of those. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think this has been the one thing I've had a problem with, with some Bioware games, both in dragon age and in uh mass effect is you, if you pick a certain archetype, it really makes the gameplay a lot harder on you. It can. And it yeah. feels like, and I feel like it doesn't, it doesn't allow me to play what I want to play. If I want to actually have an easier time with the game or have a, and a more enjoyable time with the game, I have to play a different way. Like in Dragon Age, I was a mage, which made things a little more difficult versus if I was a, a warrior or more of a, a traditional fighter. And much less again in Mass Effect, I was like the the sniping class. I don't remember what even what it was where you had. Yeah. Um, and let's face it, if you're the more of the soldier, you're going to have an easier time. Yeah, it certainly seemed that way. I was the one that you got shotgun. You got you always got shotguns, pistols, and some of the powers pistols pistols. I can't remember what the powers were called though. Uh, cause they had two, they had the tech powers and then they had the, the other, I guess they were both tech, but I don't, I don't mm. remember what they were called. I need to go back and play that series. But anyways, uh, so yeah, dragon age, uh, dragon really age. Loved it. I mean, and then I went through and played the second one and inquisition pretty much back to back to back and enjoyed okay. all of them. The second one to me was a little bit weaker than the rest of them, but yeah, uh, it was different. And I think that's probably why a lot of people don't like it necessarily, but uh, mm. uh, I'll just go real quick. My honorable mentions were all Bioware <laughs> uh, <laughs> for different reasons. Mass effect. The reason why I didn't choose this, that game in this particular RPG thing is just because it really feels a little too actiony. Uh, even though you are leveling up yeah, that too. Uh, it felt too actiony just because it's basically a first person shooter. Like there's no number rolling happening behind the scenes. Uh, even with something like vampire, the masquerade bloodlines, I believe the guns only hit if you actually rolled a hit, even though it was playing out in first person in real time. So yeah, mass effect was a little bit too much first person shootery for me to really consider it an RPG in this list anyway. Uh, Baldur's Gate, I just, again, one of those really early games that kind of fit into that medieval fantasy world that like lit my imagination and I'd go outside and pretend I was in the in the game of Baldur's Gate. Um, and then yeah. Neverwinter Nights, 
also kind of the same thing, except for now we're talking when we were in our land party days, I think. And so yeah. I, I just remember so much of that game because we all tried to play together and there was just was very for some reason convoluted, very difficult to do. I think it's because they had like a DM mode where you had to have somebody be yeah. a dungeon master or yeah. whatever. Like I had that game at a point in my life where I wasn't ready to have a game like that. I didn't really understand what I was playing, you know, or yeah. how to play it. And I remember we had, it was when we still had a wizard, wizards of the coast store in the mall that in the city where we live now, back then we had to drive to it. But I remember I actually got it through, um, wizards of the coast and i remember thinking how cool but hey it did leave a lasting effect because i did i do have a homebrew an imperial stout that is named after neverwinter Nights. <laughs> that's so, true i mean the neverwinter stout lives on in infamy and it's a good beer it's a mighty fine beer i you know i thought about doing an honorable mentions but anything else i think that would fit the list were action rpgs and i think that kind of goes doesn't quite fit you mean like diablo too, or like Diablo two would have been on there. I would have I would have put Dungeon Siege on there just because I really enjoyed Dungeon Siege for what it was. <laughs> fancy, fancy, um, look at me. Exactly. That stupid goblin level that takes like a year to get through. Oh yeah. my gosh. The underground one, I think. Yeah, that was terrible. So um that is our list. We did reach out to you guys the community and we did get a few responses. So we'll just go quick hits through that and we'll share those with you before we take an overclocked remix break. Uh, it's a me, Joshua Bones. Lost Odyssey, which is an Xbox yes, title, right? I had or that. Was that Xbox 360? Xbox 360. Uh, I had that game, and it was friggin' excellent. Uh, unfortunately, I kind of stopped playing. That was kind of when we stopped playing Xbox altogether. Yeah. So I never was, finished uh, it. Vagrant, Lost Odyssey, and what was the other one with the that was the characters were designed by the dude from Dragon Ball? Uh, it was like blue something. Oh, oh, blue, oh dragon. blue dragon. Yep. That was a uh, decent one too, but it was very good. childish. Mm. Uh, Lost Odyssey, Vagrant Story, and Sukaden 2. Uh, Vagrant Story was a Square. Was 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 that a, that was a SquareSoft? I feel like it came out for the PlayStation, too. didn't it? Yeah. I, I want to say it was an Sukaden. action RPG or something. Yeah. He also says hashtag butts. He always says. I'll that. let I'll, I'll let you read this next one because I don't even want to say his name. Oh, okay, I will do that. Dirty. Adam Leon Hart did at the art of Adam L says number one, final fantasy six, number two, chrono trigger, number three, final fantasy seven, man, you just made the same list as Jason and number four, your face. Our is that is Final Fantasy six as in Final Fantasy three or Final Fantasy? No, nobody I, I, I knows. Get confused how that, I that assume when, works. yeah, cause final fantasy six is three. <laughs> Hey, look at another list just like mine. Uh, NDH at Drunken Tiger 84, Chrono Trigger FF7, Legend of Dragoon. I forgot about Legend of Dragoon. That was another PlayStation 1, right? I believe. Uh, I don't know. Coach Hulk at Coach Hulk, he keeps it simple, says number one, Madden 18. I do enjoy leveling up my players on Madden 18. That's. Yeah, I mean, there is a. There is, uh, character progression and story. <laughs> I mean, you, can, you could make the argument. The story's I mean, out there on the field. I, I, I won't disagree. Just yeah. kidding. Yes, I will, actually. Uh, number two, <laughs> Oblivion, which, yeah, I could see that for sure, obviously, because you're, you're – there's another example of leveling up by using uh, – Who's your ability? I never – you know, those are oh, – Oblivion, Oblivion, Morrowind, none of those. So it's open world. That you, you don't like not having that direction. Until Zelda. You want to talk about a walking simulator. 
You know, some people make fun of the, the actual walking simulator games, but some of those you know, Skyrim not, and Oblivion. Neither of us had um, Fallout on our list. I thought about the first one, but it didn't. I didn't really have much attachment to it up until like three released, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't include it. Uh, and then number three, Dragon Age Inquisition, which yes, that is a, a very good game. Good game. Uh, back backlog Belmont, the Vampire Slayer, Grouchy Surge, Mister Backlog Blues, in no Balloon. particular order. Dragon Age Origins. Yes. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei, right? Devil Survivor. I, I, believe. I didn't know what this I'm, was. I'm hoping that's what the SMT is. Some and Fallout. Oh, there there's, a, there's a Fallout Three right there. Fallout Three. Yes. Uh, Cigar Zombie at Cigar Zombie underscore TV. I can't talk bad about him because I think he's here. Uh, number he one, listening. he might be listening. Number one, Mario RPG. It's classic, and I really wish they'd make another. And no, Paper Mario doesn't count. I'd agree with that. I always wondered because I see more uh, Paper Mario than I do Mario RPG, but every once in a while you'll see some YouTuber play. Uh, I kind of, I, I, I've, I've started and stopped that a couple times, but I do have it here on the old, the old Super Nintendo Classic. All oh, the cards are too short. Show. There it is. <laughs> so I might play it. I might play it on there sometime. Uh, number two, Lost Odyssey. The sheer amount of content and backstory Oof. were great. Th- that game actually, there was a cutscene involving some kids and their mom that actually made me tear up, and I was like, "Am I really you wuss?" I was a wuss. I felt like a wuss. Uh, yeah, never mind. I could get more into it, but I don't want to. I was going to crap on Xenoblade a little bit. Uh, oh, Final Fantasy Nine, right? Yes, good job. Thank you. you did it. Uh, loved Vivi. And like Vivi I said, awesome. I need to go through. My my plan was to do Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Seven, then eight, then nine, and then go. And then I don't know where I was going from there because I I need to play nine. And I know a lot of people who came in late say. Yeah, they like it better than Final Fantasy VII. I I, I played nine and I really enjoyed nine, but I never finished it for whatever reason. I got right towards the end of the game, and I think I felt I was underleveled for whatever reason. I think I Ooh, I just thought I was gonna feeling. get I'd get smoked by the boss, so I just never I never played it through. But I, I think that that is tempting for me to, to maybe to snag on Switch and play. Um, yeah, possibly. and now I'm glad that I waited because I was going to get these on Steam, but I would rather play all of them on the switch and just kind of hop in and out. As yeah. I, that, I mean, let's face it. If you're taking a dump, what's a better way to take a dump than play some final you draw fantasy, some you know. final fantasy eight and you do the draw system. <laughs> yeah, God. I'd like no, to magic, the, please. I'll be playing the card game all the time. I did that, like the card that game. card game was badass. Uh, and then Kevin shared it with us on discord. You can too. Just go to flexpose.com slash discord earthbound, earthbound and chrono trigger. Now, I think Kevin's list does deserve a fallout because Kevin is a big, pretty, pretty big fallout guy. Well, and he was also being a silly goose. I think he would have added it had, if he wasn't. Yeah, because when you called him out, wasn't his updated list just Earthbound three times? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got really far in Earthbound on the Wii U, but I didn't finish it, and then I sold him the Wii U. Welcome so. to Earthbound. There you go. That is stopped everything. Very nice. That concludes our top three RPGs discussion. Thank you everyone who sent their list to us. Now we're oh going to do God. a little, we're going to get out of here. We're not going to get out of here. We still have more show left, but we're going to do an overclocked remix, a break. I don't do so much plan and then it'll be done. So Lucas has to urinate. So we need to do this quicker than usual. Uh, and as always, we,
feature a random remix from the latest mixes of OC Remix. We have a problem, Lucas. It looks like they just released a... Yeah, I was second, just looking at that. A Saiken Densetsu 3 uh, album. So there's Saiken a good chance we might get some I almost think we should just play that uh, Super Mario Odyssey remix because I don't think I've seen one from there. Let's roll the dice and then if we... That'll okay. be our backup. If, we don't, if it's Castlevania, then we'll be just playing <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll. Roll those dice. Well, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be Saiken Den Sletsu. Two, three, oh, four, good. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Super Mario Odyssey. It is. Yeah. Is that the one you wow. wanted? Yes. Oh God! I was, <laughs> apparently, I wasn't even paying attention. Oh my God! Look that's at awesome. you. Look at you picking the I remix. willed it. I used my force powers. Oh my gosh, they're real. I question everything. I said, I said, where does one learn this power? Not through a Jedi. Is it possible to learn such power? That's Not through a Jedi. I kind of, I, I would need to get back to the game. I want to play it again. I need to do it. I do too. I, well, this is a game. This is one of those games where I was like, I only want to play this on the big screen. I don't know why, but I think it's just because the field of view and yeah, you're doing a lot of yeah. jumping and platforming and such and what has you. Yeah, it does. It does work off a little bit better than that. So uh, our remix this week does come from Super Mario Odyssey. It's called "Smell the Steamy Flowers." Smell from uh, our remixers Ruben Six and Gamer of the Winds. This is of course Super Mario Odyssey released in 2017 on the Nintendo Switch by Nintendo. Features the Steam Gardens. Uh, theme from the game it is folk rock it is chill it is energetic and it's not 10 minutes so that's always a plus uh i think the mario games always have really good music so i think that's always a great thing to pull from and i'm surprised you know we haven't seen more mixes from Mario odyssey on ocr and i think this is actually let's see this is the first wow yeah this is the first is one it on really OCR, so huh how about that wow um yeah, I haven't gotten far enough into it to really remember or play enough of it to really remember much of the music. But what uh, I have heard is good. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those yeah. things where you're just like, yep, I'm playing a Mario or at least I'm playing a Nintendo. Yeah, game. It, it's got like a good musical feel and presentation that just, you know, I think that permeates through Mario games as a whole. Um, sure. Especially yeah. once you go once you go through New Donk City, that, that part's really cool once you get to there. But uh, are you ready, sir? I am. I am. All right. Well, we are going to play this remix. We're going to step away just for a quick minute while that goes. We'll come back. We'll do some over, uh, do some what you play and finish off the show. And remember, you can find this remix and quite a few more over at ocremix.org. Lucas is going to play it. He's going to take care of business. And we'll be back for some more podcast fun. Stick around.
I played a little a little Yaz flute there for you. Was that Jeff Rotal? Uh yeah. Okay, cool. I think it was. Good. Good. Tuscan raided. Sorry. I just saying random words now. That's okay. <laughs> I read what was I mean, in the chat. The hilarious joke that you made. Yeah, you know what happens from time to time. That was our OC remix. Now it's time to roll through some what you plan. Oh, very nice. That always takes me back. Lucas, yes. we have uh, we have some we have some controversy here, and I was what? afraid this was going to happen. So, whoa, yeah. Last week, Tuesday, it Mega Man Eleven Tuesday. released. It launched. Yeah, we had to postpone the show. I was like, okay, give me a chance to stream. I'll stream Mega Man Eleven. Maybe I'll play it again on, during the weekend, and then starting on Mondays, we'll have an event. Mega Man, Mega Mondays. I'll stream Mega, Mega Man Monday. Eleven, and then I finished it over the weekend instead. <laughs> At least you streamed it while you were finishing it, though. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: that game is hard. Like, I did not think, like, if you watched my first play, I get through the Brickman stage or Blockman, whatever the heck his name is, because the same level in the demo. I'd already played it, and then I couldn't even get to the end boss any other level, and. For the longest time, like I played it after I went to, I think I, I put the game down until Thursday. I tried playing it after I went to the uh, Venom with my brother on Thursday. Shameless plug, I did see Venom this week. <laughs> um, and I couldn't, again, I couldn't, same problem. I couldn't even make it to a boss. And then uh, I sat down here whenever I did stream it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to use the upgrades. I'm going to abuse the energy tank system there. It's there for a reason. And then I finally, like, I started gaining some momentum, took out some bosses. I think I stayed up late Friday night and I played it. And then I, what was that? Was that Sunday? I think I streamed or was that Saturday? I don't remember when I streamed it. I think it was Saturday. And I finished the game, which I didn't expect to do. It was like four and a half hours was my total play time. And I have to say, I've had time to think about it and it's a good game, but I don't think it's a great game. And I think, I think the Mega Man formula just as much as I hate to say it, it just doesn't work anymore. Like, for, like, a lasting game experience. It's just, the game itself feels just kind of empty, you know? And I think it's time, I think it, it needs to expand a little bit further or change things up. Because I almost feel cheated in a way 
I mean, not for the price of the game, but I just, I guess I expected more game. I, I, I guess I expected more game. Like, I think I did the too. Closest, thing, closest thing we can compare this to, I think, of in recent is like Shovel Knight, which is, you know, similar in a way. But look what that has done with that type of gameplay. And it's delivered a story and, and, and an experience. And while I, I like the, paper, the rock, paper, scissors approach of Mega, the Mega Man formula, it just feels a bit stale now. And I'm a big Mega Man fan. I think that's clear. I think that's clear when you look at our podcast mm-hmm. that we've, we like Mega Man and we're influenced by it. Hell, look at our sprite arts. It's a direct ripoff of, of Mega Man. <laughs> yes. So it, it kind of hurts to say that. I, with that said, though, I, I I love the animation. I love the art style. I would love to see Mega Man 1 through 3, you know, remade in this engine. I'm looking forward to maybe what Mega Man 12 does if it's built off of this, because I think that's going to be a superior game. I just felt... It just felt kind of empty in a way. You know, it, it has some nice bells and whistles there, but the game itself just left me wanting a little more. If I had to put a number on it, I think I think I'd firmly put it in the seventies somewhere. You know, like yeah. a seventy-five, seventy-eight. I think that's a fair score for it because I just think there should, should be a little more there. And yeah, there's some other modes. There's some challenges that I don't like, don't really have a desire to do. I could try to beat it on superhero difficulty, which doesn't really sound fun either. I just like now that I finished the game, I don't what, what why do I need to why should I go back to it? You know, I don't I don't feel like there's reason to go back. I guess to become more proficient at killing the robot masters maybe but i'm just i'm a little disappointed at that and i I was surprised that i only got four hours you know four and a half hours play time i think three and a half is kind of the par on this one when i found out how like that you had already beat it and everything i was kind of thinking to myself i might not buy this now at least not until it goes on sale because yeah what was that deal what was that deal you found that was Mega Man 11 and then the two collections for like Basically every bucks. single Mega like, Man game that had been made for sixty bucks, yeah, yeah, that's a better deal right there in and of itself. It's so, I, I, I still think it's a good game. I still would recommend it to anyone that's a fan of Mega Man. It just for me, it was a little disappointing because I, I, I guess I don't know what I was expecting too much, but I guess I was expecting a little more. Like what you get in that demo with like that fight feels very dynamic with the way he he transforms mid fight, and I thought we'd see more of that throughout the game, and it. It just, it, it didn't. And like some of those levels, man, were like excruciatingly difficult. And then you had to start all the way back at the beginning again with the ch- how far apart the checkpoints were, pay- were mm-hmm. replaced, especially when you're dealing with spikes that are insta-death. I mean, ugh, not fun. I, did, I saw the pain of the You the saw the pain. You saw the rage. So and I told you um, to use the rocket jet. or uh, And I didn't. I said, no, I'm not using the rush jet. Yeah, rush jet, not rocket jet. I didn't do it. So... I don't know. I, 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 it, I, I, it, I'm sad that I feel this way a little bit. I, I guess it could have been a little bit more. It's a step in the um, right direction, though. It is. I it's feel. just hard. It's just hard now because that genre, like the side-scrolling platform, is look what we've gotten this year. We've gotten Shovel Knights. We've gotten uh, Hollow Knight. We've gotten, I think, really, really good. Uh, Examples of this, yeah, yeah, experiences in that, in that, in that world. So that a slight downer, but still, still positive. Uh, I'm still playing to Reinfinity. I love it. I have people on Twitter tag me in screenshots and call me out that they beat my score, and then I'm like, oh, it's go time. <laughs> and then I started playing it, and I, I almost, I almost had another top ten score. I ended up for top twelve. I beat a score, and I was like, don't, don't challenge, don't poke the beast, You're going down, don't, don't do it. 
Uh, and Tecmo Bowl tourney still going on. I had a fun match with Donnie. Had to play as the terrible Seattle Seahawks. I saw him get wrecked. I, I still squeaked out a win. So I am in the finals for the PSVG Nintendo Shack Tecmo Bowl tournament. And then we're, you know, we're watching it. It's Halloween. We're trying to watch some spooky stuff. So we watched Paranormal Activity. Don't Ooh. think we had ever, like, I feel like I've seen enough bits and pieces, but my wife and I together had never sat down and watched that. The first one's it, definitely it, the best one. Yeah. And it definitely suffers from its, its, its setting and time. Like, I can see how back then how much more effective this would have been. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, it's just not, I don't know. It's kind of like, eh, okay. Like, it wasn't really that scary anymore. Or spooky, I guess. Um, I guess what I have to do... I, but I, I guess I can see... If I can take the merits from the film, though. And I can see what what has happened. And how that the, the industry has done with that. Uh, we have a community grab bag question for the chat. So thank you very much, TP Poker. Because we'll add that to our show notes. And we'll hit that up after we get through What's the Plan. Um... Then we, I, I've got TV shows I'm watching. Like I, I'm, I think I, I went too far back with Adventure Time, but I am now in season three of Are that. Are you getting? Were you watching some episodes? Where I think. You were like, well, I was watching I some stuff this. like I, I didn't remember, and then there were other episodes that I distinctly. I felt remember. that way too when I tried to go back to it, and of course Hulu or whatever doesn't remember your progress. I, I started at the beginning, and I'm like, I don't remember any of this, but then I got into things where I'm like, okay, I definitely remember this though. Yeah. So I don't know if they were like, they were re the episodes were shuffled around or what, but I ran into that as well. So, well, uh, these weren't uh, shuffled around around at least, but I just had gone back too far. And then, you know, it's that time of year. Uh, I've got plenty of other shows that uh, are restarting now on their network. So watching all the things now, Lucas, I'm watching all of the things. And that's really, I think that's really it for me right now. Okay. Okay, good. Because I got some stuff I want to talk about. Uh, starting with Forza Horizon 4. This is the new hotness for everyone, apparently. At least everyone with a computer or a, an Xbox. I didn't realize so many people were into racing. Because anytime I talk about racing, I just watch people's eyes glaze over. And they just kind of stop paying attention. <laughs> or maybe that's just because I'm talking. I don't know. Um they make that face when Donnie and Carol start talking about Xenoblade. I'm oh sorry. my gosh. I even make that face and I'm not even, or I'm actually playing the game. If uh, it happens this week, I'm quitting. I'm <laughs> done with the show. They won't even let me come on the show. Um, Forza Horizon 4. So here's the thing. I'm playing on uh, the PC. I had to use the window, Windows 10 store to to get the game because I used the Game Pass because I figure... I'd rather pay like 20 bucks for two months of this game because that's about all anyone ever plays of a multiplayer game until they move on to the next thing. So look at Sea of Thieves. Nobody's playing that anymore. Um, so I was like, I'd rather just basically rent the game. Thank God I didn't buy that game. Can I just say I that? Yes. Such such a freaking gem that I got that through Game Pass and then <laughs> canceled. And- you got lucky. You dodged a bullet. Well, here's the thing. The Windows 10 store sucks balls. And I can say that confidently because I've had to deal with it. So I downloaded the game. First of all, it's like 70 gigs. So that's a problem. That's not Windows fault. But that's that's like, okay, I'm going to set this. I'm going to start this at night and just let it download overnight because I'm not going to wait 10 hours to play the game. It was downloading fairly decently. But for some reason, Windows 10 just didn't want to download that quickly compared to like Steam 
for instance, never really have too many issues with Steam downloading games, but for some reason, Verizon, uh, Verizon, uh, Forza Horizon was taking forever. I believe it's pronounced Forza. Forza, yes, that's true. I have definitely Fort, heard enough people say Fort, Forza. Fortniteza. Fortniteza. Um, and so then the other thing was I have a steering wheel, which is which is why I was so excited to get people I can play with and actually utilize this damn controller that I bought that I've, I mean, I've used it enough to justify it, but kind of went to the wayside a little bit. And it's one of those things where I'm just like, okay, this thing's collecting dust and I saved up for it and I feel bad now. So I hooked that up and everything and, uh, and I'm, I'm getting used to it because it's always a little bit, for instance, many simulation racing games will allow full 960 degree turning with the steering wheel and it'll be one for one. Uh, here your in-game model only turns about 90 degrees one way or the other. So, okay. Even though you continue to, I I'm pretty sure it still registers as at least somewhere in between 960 degrees. It's, it's not, you know, that short of a, of an actual turn. It just looks weird. Um, so I, I had to make sure that I can't see my guy's hands cause it, it's just weird to see them stop and it kind of plays tricks with your mind. The other thing that happened is I went to play this game because, of course, there's a single player portion that I feel too bad you can't play this in VR. I know I dirt rally in VR is awesome. Being able to look around you as you turn is is I mean, I miss that in this game. Um, But so I go to boot this game up again the next day because I want to collect some cars and make sure that I can at least race with some other cars that people might have, because most people usually want to race with the performance cars your Lamborghinis, your Ferraris, that type of thing. Um, so I want to make sure I had some of those options available. I boot up the game or I go to load it up, and of course you have to do it through the Windows Store, and it is telling me that there's something wrong with the files or whatever it said. I'm just like, okay, whatever. It's got to verify the file integrity. So I say okay, and it does its thing, and then it decides it's going to re-download the entire game. So the time that I spent downloading the game I had planned on actually playing this was during my kids nap so oh, I'm just so gosh. frustrated so I spent the whole time downloading it instead again for whatever ungodly reason and uh, then the other things were I was trying to stream it it doesn't allow you to game capture it makes the game close immediately so that's something that they have to work on or figure out and uh, it was also Every time I'd boot it up, it kept telling me my drivers were out of date or whatever. And I literally had just updated Ugh. them to the newest official release, so to speak. But it wanted the beta releases, the optional AMD Radeon oh, uh, release. Okay. And I usually don't do those because it can be a little scary. So I, I, I did it because I had to. And thankfully, those problems went away. So all of that was kind of my first experience of Forza or Forza. After that, when I finally actually got to sit down and play, I had a great time with it. I, it has a great car selection. It has everything from Forza, uh, just less simulation and more Fort, Forza, Forza. Sorry. Uh, great okay. presentation and everything looks great. Uh, so I'm having fun with it. I'm, I want to play with people. I tried playing PVP or what they call PVP, but Every time I start a lobby, nobody joins, so I'm not really sure what's going on there. Uh, but I'm looking forward to playing with some folks online. Callow, Callow will be there for you. 
Yeah, well, I I basically forced him to buy a wheel. So <laughs> I forced him. He said, hey, Cal, this is pretty sweet. You should get one. All right, dude, I'll stop. I already home. bought it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, right, that was it. crazy, man. Uh, I, but I'm glad Are it worked out the pedals for too? I am using the pedals. Yes. I wish Dang. I had the, I would, I would be using the, uh, the, um, shift box in the, the actual like clutch and everything. If I had it, I still, you gotta, you gotta step your game up and get Isaac on that. Cal's got his kids racing now. <laughs> I know we well, need, we need that Calo versus Cal's kids versus Isaac. This would be the race. His problem the race, is now they want, they want to play it. Racing for pink slips. Oh gosh. Well, you can have my, my crappy car that's on Jack stands right now. Um, <laughs> And then, of course, I'm playing more Resident Evil HD remastered, uh, streaming that as I go. So uh, that's always for that's always fun. Uh, Jason, it's good for a laugh. Yeah, well, that's it's good for, for a sure. laugh, especially when you go through a, a door that uh, that We're was getting previously... some high twal- high quality Twitch clips out of oh this game. Oh my gosh, I know. And then I got I died that one other time and lost all my progress because I didn't save. Mm-hmm. But uh, or I went through that door and. I knew something was wrong with the door when it kept telling me that the door handle was a little loose and it didn't have many more. I don't know what they call the entrances, entrances and exits uh, left. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Then I went through it realizing I just went through the wrong door because that, that damn game, you get turned around so easily. I feel bad for anybody watching. Cause all I do is bring up the map half the time. And I'm just like, wait, which <laughs> room am I, am I going in again? Which map? The in-game map or your hand-drawn map? My hand-drawn map has... Well, the thing about that is I enjoy having it because I wrote down all the locked doors and what keys I needed. However, when I'm streaming, nobody wants to watch me sit down like, hold on, let me just update my map with my hand-drawn cartography skills. Uh, Nobody wants to see that. So it kind of went to the wayside, and I guess I'll just keep updating it. But eventually, I'll have all the doors unlocked, so I won't have to worry about it as much after that. Uh, I watched a movie on sort of a couple of people in Discord's suggestion called High Tension. And That's never a good idea. Yeah, apparently. Uh, well, Josh was one of them that, that said that I should watch it. Josh Bar- he never, Barboni. He never died. He never died. Great, great example of, of uh, why you shouldn't listen to him in anything that he recommends. Uh, although I hear he's good about board games, so maybe that's the one thing. Yeah. And hashtag he's bored. He's, he's bored with video games, though, so that, that makes sense. That's true. Although they talk about them a lot on their podcasts, so maybe not so bored with video games. Uh, High Tension. This is a French-made movie. came out in 2002, so that's going back a ways. I mean, that's like watching a 80s movie or 70s movie back in the day when you were like, when you were a kid and you thought an 80s movie, why would anybody watch an 80s movie? It's 1998. Look at Titanic. This is the pinnacle of films. It'll never get better than this. That's how I sounded when I was 12 or eight, maybe 10. I don't know. Math. So high tension. Anyways, French film. I was kind of digging it. It was sort of not, it was sort of weird. Uh, There's a part where spoilers, I guess spoilers for high tension. If you haven't seen it, there's a part oh, where no. it's a thriller where a guy's killing people, right? And uh, he's going around and he's he's taking victims, and uh, much like Michael Myers or Freddy uh, or Jason, uh, not you, different Jason. And uh, right, so. so he goes to this into this house where our main character is, and the guy answers the door, the dad, and uh, he basically forces him to put his head through the stairs on the stair side. So his head sticking out on the other side, the wall side, I guess you would say 
then he grabs a piece of furniture and pushes it so hard that it it rips the guy's head off. <laughs> and it, it just looks so not realistic. And I'm just like, what am I watching? But uh, after that, like it kind of cooled down and it got pretty good. It, it was kind of filled with some high tension and uh, it managed to, uh, I don't know, it had like this weird grungy feeling and I was just kind of getting into it. Hmm. And then the ending came along or at least Uh-oh. the last 15 minutes. And it did this thing, spoilers again, where the killer was the main character the whole time, Jason. Oh, my God. Mind blown. Kaboom. No. Gosh. It, I went back and I thought about it. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense at all. It, it just was one of those things where it just felt like a cheap cash in of of an idea where we'll just like try to blow their minds with this twist at the end, but it didn't make any sense. Like if you go back and think about it, I don't understand how that even works. Um, I mean, I guess you could justify it with, with, well, maybe this and maybe that, but I shouldn't have to do that to, to fit a narrative into a story. Terrible. I I did not like it at all Mm. at that. It, It just, it felt like it spit right in my face and made fun of all my sensibilities. I don't think I've ever had a desire to watch this movie, and now I know I don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> I mean, it's a good example of why you shouldn't do that. Maybe not the best one, but definitely high up there. Why you shouldn't just put in this trick ending that that is only a trick because you didn't write the rest of the movie to reflect that ending and have it make sense. Um, and then lastly, so yeah, that was high tension. Oh. Lastly, this is something really important I want to talk about. Oh. I don't know if this will resonate with everyone the way that it did with me, but uh, thanks to the library, I've been reading more comics than I ever have before, more graphic novels. Uh, Jason, I see you clicking on the link, and that's good. You should buy it. Yep. Add it to card. Um, <laughs> this is a graphic novel. It's short. I finished it in one sitting. Uh, took me about an hour to read, I think, give or take. It's called Level Up by... I'm going to butcher these names by Jean Lewin Hang Yang. Jean Lewin Hang Yang. Why can't I say Yang instead of Hang? Jean <laughs> Lewin Yang and Thien Pam. Yen Yan Luan. You'll know it because. <laughs> yes, that too. Uh, Poker King. Uh, your that's name, a callback. Is it Jan or is it Yan? Whichever. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so, Level Up is a comic about. A, a younger guy who is going to college and okay. um, it tells the story of how he got into video games, what role they played in his life and what college and going into med school were like for him because of his family and expectations. And things happen in the, the I don't want to just tell you the story because then there wouldn't really yeah. be a point in reading it, but especially because it's so short, but basically it's this guy's journey and telling of, I don't know if this is based on, has any truth to either the writer or the illustrator or anybody, but it tells the story of a guy who kind of struggled doing something that he loved and giving it up for, uh, for his livelihood basically, because he should be doing med school. Okay. And, how that all kind of plays out based on how he deals with not playing video games, how he deals with uh, having friends in med school and uh, kind of his own personal breakdown and 
I don't know. It just really resonated with me because I'm not really in the, trust me, I'm not in the position that I feel like stressed by having to go to medical school or anything like that. But for anybody who's ever played a video game and felt like people scoff at them for what they decide to do as a hobby. um, I know that these days it doesn't really happen as much, but I think around that time frame when I was that age, it it definitely felt that way. I think it applies to those types of people who I don't want to say need justification for playing video games, but at least need to feel like it's okay that you're not constantly doing the grind and that you are taking some time for yourself to do the things that you like. Um, it was really great. I I can't say enough. I will I will add it to my Libre queue. Do it right now. It's only ten bucks on Amazon. I have a hold that's ready to pick up, and I haven't been able to make it to the library since Friday to get it. Well, I hate when that happens. But uh, yeah, well, you'll probably be waiting for me to to. I have to return this because I'm done with it. But that's probably the only copy they have. But yeah, really good. Level up by Gene Luen Yang, and it's on uh, Amazon. Oh no, they have it. They have it available in my library, so it'll be ready. Nice, tomorrow. nice. You'll have it done, and heck, you'll probably read it on your lunchtime. So, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, and that's it. That's pretty much. What everything. did you did you did you like uh, Nimona? I finished it, but I was waiting for you to finish it to talk okay. about it. I liked okay. it. I, I will say this and only this about it. When I went into it, I read like the first couple, maybe three chapters, and I thought, "Is this just a collection of web comic?" stuff that's not going to really tie in together at all. Like, is there going to be one overarching story or no? And the answer is yes, there is an overarching story. It just doesn't feel like it at first. So I was worried. I was worried that the the text is a little small. I think I wish the panels were a little bit bigger. Oh, okay. Well, I think they're handwritten too, which it's not always as legible. Yeah, that's true. I think you're, but I did enjoy it. Yes. It wasn't a waste of time. All right. That Sweet. one gets well, really I, deep <laughs> towards the end. Okay. Well, I'm enjoying it so far, too. I think I'm like in chapter four or five or something like that. So. Good, 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 good. Kind of scratched the surface. I was hoping to read it at work this week, but I just I have, haven't taken breaks. So I've been too busy. Plus, we had a, a checkup for Aiden today, so had to get shots. Uh, all right. Well, let's do the community grab bag. Let's get out of there. We had a question come in from the chat from a random viewer that stopped by. Uh, it says thanks and I, may I say the stream is great well you haven't been here long enough yet sir or madame <laughs> to learn. probably uh, left like, I'll take my answer off there screw you guys Takes well, I want to say that before he gets into his main question on a side note now that Betty White has passed on do you think they will re- reboot Golden Girls well I've done much googling since this question was posted to us I, don't, I can't find yeah, any evidence to support the passage of Betty White but uh, do I think they'll re-beat gold, reboot Golden Girls yes because Hollywood can't and media in general, we can't come up with any original ideas. We're either taking things from the UK and adapting them for American audiences, or we're taking books and turning them into films. Yep. So I think this will not be a TV series, though. My prediction is it'll be a movie. movie. Yeah. And I would think it's going to have to involve somehow it'll involve Kristen Wiig and <laughs> Melissa exactly McCarthy. And who's the girl from? Uh, who was the girl who played uh, the wife in? Or the girlfriend in uh, that movie we watched, Mastermind or Masterminds. The his, oh. his, his wife. It'll have her that, too. She's a comedian. That, I can't remember what that it was. Chris, wasn't that Kristen Witt? No, uh, man. I gotta look it up now because it's gonna bother me. 
She was on um, Comedy Bang Bang. And, uh, oh, that doesn't she, do any good. She, did, I didn't watch she was that. hilarious. Well, that's the only reason why I know her is what, uh, was, what I was trying to get at. Jeez. Kristen Wiig was in this movie. She just didn't play her. That's what I thought. She was the love interest, so to speak. Yeah. Kate McKinnon. My God. Kate, okay. That was going to be my other suggestion. So basically, it's the Gahasta Ghostbusters again. And other- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot she was in Ghostbusters. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, but, no. I mean, that's what they would do. And it'd be a movie. Yeah, it won't be a TV show. It'll be a movie. Kate McKinnon has to be the Estelle Getty, though. She has to be the the old the oldest one because she just it's so fitting. All I can say is thank you for being a friend. Travel down that road and back again. <laughs> My heart uh, is true. Is that going to be our outro music this week? You're a friend on the, on the a, edited version and a confidant. I could probably get it for you right now if you really are <laughs> jonesing for some Golden Girls theme song. But the thing is. You got to have, you got to have, what you got to do is you got to get the entire song extended version. <laughs> just, just do it. I don't care how. I don't care how you get it done. Just do it. Just get it. Just do it. Okay. Perfect. Well, yeah. Thank you for the question. Appreciate you stopping by the show. Hopefully you come by the streams another time. And hey, if anybody else, when you watch the live stream, if you want to throw a question out there, we'll hit it up in the community grab bag. Cause that is what we do. Next week on the show, we're going to go back to another edition of the games that made us, where Lucas and I profile a game us. that really set us that set us up on our, our gaming path and resonates set us up with the us. Bomb. Yeah, <laughs> all our base are blocked us. Um, yes. So at this time, I have to say thank you to all of our patrons. If you're interested in supporting the show, check please check out Patreon.com/slash/FlexPose. Check out the the goals we're looking to reach, and we are. It's slowed down a little bit. We are working at adding some more physical rewards to you fine patrons to incentivize you to become fine patrons of Fluxpose. So with that, we say thank you to all of our patrons, but a special thanks to our Arbiters of Awesomeness, Kevin Austin, Kyle Heyman, Edwin Callow, Tyler Rowland, Tom Servo, and our executives of excellence, Josh Raboni, Dan Anthony, and Siri Renee. As always, we thank you for your support each month. Find us on social media, search Fluxtapose, and K, come by Discord. Again, it is Fluxtapose.com slash Discord. That will get you the invite you need. And that's going to be it for Fluxtapose this week. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> I have an empty bottle of Oktoberfest Madison. Why is so it empty? Good. You need to I drink it. it. I drank it when I beat Donnie and Tech Mobile. Oh, you didn't even announce what we're going to be doing after the show. Oh, yeah. We're going to stream some Overcooked. <laughs> I mean, you put it out there. Because and- I'm, I'm getting sleepy already. But uh, yeah, for like, anyone that didn't want to do that, everyone's here in the live, in the live show. So we are going to we're going to shut down the stream and then we're going to fire it up with a little Overcooked 2 for some late night. Uh, number killing oh, fun. We brought, we brought our numbers up a little bit with the live show to try to get to part to uh, affiliate status, and we're going to bring them back. None down. of those people but, ever want to come with, back <laughs> with late night game streams. So, um, yeah, that's it. I'm done talking now. But, Outro. But, but, bye. <laughs>